you know, you know, and I know, and I know, and they know, they know, and we know, we go all in, you know, and I know, they know, they know, cause we know, we go all in. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now watching the All Dressed Up podcast every Sunday at 9. I'm your boy, K Dizzle. He's talking to the homie, Hef Streams. What up, what up? Man, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man. What a week <laughs> in America. I tell you, man. <laughs> That's the only way I can put it. What a week in America. I know you guys are just rolling through. We thank y'all, man. We are we are rocking tonight. Episode sixty is versus neighborhood talent show. <laughs> you called it the dash, neighborhood talent with, show. With a, <laughs> yes, with the dash of uh, you know taking four steps back in America. We're gonna go through it all today, man. Because look, we've had an eventful week, um, and we've had a lot going on. How you feeling today, half man? I mean, I'm like, I'm like you, man. You know, I had to shake off um, a little bit of the the break. You know, we took a break with uh, Father's Day, mm-hmm. so hopefully you, know, you enjoyed that. What up, Brick? What up, and, Brick? Um, week's just been one of those news weeks, man. You know, you got to take the the good with the bad, find your entertainment in between. But um, we're gonna we're gonna jump into it. We're gonna have some fun tonight. <laughs> episode sixty. Um, you know, we're definitely gonna try to quickly recreate the 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 exciting moments from the verses that if in case you missed it uh what you call it <laughs> what the, na- the neighborhood versus neighborhood talent show right? <laughs> this was the, this was the neighborhood this is like if a community center started getting active in a neighborhood right and they wanted to get all the kids together they would get everybody who rap in the neighborhood on stage Put them, put them, put them together, and put a talent show on. Mm-hmm. Man, look, let's 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 get through the formalities because we could spend thirty thirty whole hours talking about what that what that debacle was and how it went down. What's up, Nene? See you see you sliding in the building. Um, do <laughs> show on it, man. What are we talking hey, about? Hey, man, man. In case you don't know, it's episode sixty. Um, we definitely are switching our gears. Like we try to uh, tell you guys each and every week to come check us out on YouTube. Uh, definitely smash the like button, subscribe, share us. We, we're trying to grow and build there, so uh, stick with us like you do each and every week. But um, I'm gonna start off real slow before we get into the fuckery, right? <laughs> so I'm gonna go into a light a light rant. And my rant, my rant's actually positive, believe okay. it or not. It's a positive rant. Fantastic. Um, so before we get into the crazy shit, I'm going to talk about some lighthearted, you know, Netflix and chill time I spent with my baby, right? Okay. okay. Me and my girl, shout out to Shanae, me in the house with the baby. You know, the baby's in between her naps. And I haven't seen two things recent from these two uh, parties. I haven't seen a good movie from Netflix lately. Mm. Like a like a recent release. Like you can always go on Netflix and find an old movie. Okay. Somebody but tell me, me what Spiderhead hitting on. Go ahead. 
See, I was gonna watch that today, so, okay. so I didn't. We had it. We had a conversation. You know, we pulled up the top ten. Me and Shanae was sitting there looking, and I watched the trailer for Spiderhead, but it just didn't. It didn't no, grab. It don't hit right. It right. Don't hit. It didn't. It didn't grab me. So we watched Hustle. Love you, Donnie. Oh, you love you watched Hustle. Okay. Hustle, and I'm gonna tell you, man. I haven't seen a good movie from Adam Sandler in a long time. That was a good movie. It was a good movie. Bro. Okay. Um, okay. I haven't seen a good Adam Sandler movie in a long time. And I'm not knocking Adam Sandler because he's got a huge um, catalog. Right. And he's got his hits. He's got his bangers. But he's kind of like the white Eddie Murphy. Like, you either love him or you hate him. Or there was an era when he kind of had, you know, his hits. So, um, nah, I watched Hustle today. Uh, my girl was in the Queen Latifah. was looking phenomenal. I said, damn, babe. Queen Latifah looked good. Ain't she like 60? She said, nah, babe. She like 52. Yeah, she likes her. Early 50s. Yeah, man. Shout out to Queen Latifah and um LeBron James in the NBA and the movie Hustle. If you guys haven't seen it, man, I'm gonna give them some free promotion, man. Go check it out. That's what um I was shocked, man. It was a pretty good movie. I gotta say it was uh out of ten, I give it a seven and a half. Seven and a half. That's not bad. That's not bad, man. Shout out to Donnie, Donnie. I'm one of my Twitch fam. Hey, look, man. What up, Donnie? You know, my rant. Okay. I got a good one. I got a really good. So you ain't expect that. You thought I was gonna come talking shit. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I never knew. But Tony, boy, Tony Baker would say never knew. No, but um, I want to say um, this weekend was really awesome. Um, we did something. Did something. I've got four sisters, two older, two younger, and um, one of my favorite sisters, and she knows my favorite sister, my BFF. I just turned 40, so we did a surprise birthday uh, party for her on Saturday. She was surprised. She was thrilled. Um, and it was awesome. Anytime you get to hang out with family, you take the time out to hang out with family. is great. So shout out to my – I just wanted to spend my rant. Shout out to my sister, Crystal. Love you. Here, cheers to more years together. Uh, shout out to my awesome family. And um, and shout out to just, just uh, living. <laughs> just shout out to living. And doing well in life, so my I don't have anything major on the rant other than just showing my family some love. I love y'all and appreciate y'all. So, um, good movie by Adam Sandler. Good birthdays and good times moving forward. So, listen, we got a lot of of um, we got a lot of shit. We're talking about we a lot, lot of shit. Stuff to go, man. So go, go ahead, man. And uh, like going. I said, you know, tell your friends, tell your family, find us on YouTube at nine o'clock. If you're still coming into the chat, we're talking about. Some ratchetry, but until we get to that ratchetry. point, <laughs> I just made that word up on the run. Um, you know, um, we kind of took a took a, a break in promoting our Black Businesses Weekly because Kate Dizzle and I have been working on our Empire Building series. So again, just wanted to bring that up. Um, if you guys know anybody that you like to recommend for a potential spot on this series, let us know. Um, send us an email. But again, we're basically talking to entrepreneurs and how they get to that bag. So. It will be coming soon, man. I know you're looking forward to that. And then, uh, man, I'm loving then, it. Videos coming out. Let's, let's just uh, let's just talk about it. The BET Awards are on right now, hosted by Taraji Henson, mm-hmm. one of DC's own. So shout out to her. Um, I'm I'm kind of watching it on the side. I'm not really sure who's nominated, what's going on, but um, you care. No, not really. <laughs> you don't give a shit. No, not really. Look, I think um no, not really. Ain't nobody anybody really on there on there that I really want to see. I, I what I do know is that 
Right now, what's taking over is island music, Afrobeats. Yeah. Um, you know, Wizkid, Tim's. You know, that's just that's just the entire vibe I've seen for the past year now. Those guys are doing phenomenal, pulling it, pulling everything together and everything in. Um, and then now you got um, well, we're gonna go into it, but now you got everybody switching. Beyonce is doubling down with Drake. Go ahead, uh, go ahead, rock out, Kendo. So let's go ahead and get into okay. it. So Beyonce came out with her Break My Soul. It's doubling down with your boy Drake. Everybody who was trashing Drake's album, I'm trying to explain, y'all, he did not make this for you. <laughs> he did not make this for you at all. There's some on there that I think, there's some songs on there that I think are pretty lazy, but it's not for you. The man made it. He, he dropped it during Pride Month. It's house music all night long. It's going to be most massive remixes, right? That are going to be out there. They're going to still continue to make him money. So, he real did quick, he it's wanted. funny you said that about the remixes, though. But Brick, um, Brick City, and I we follow each other on Twitter, mm-hmm. and I had uh, put up a message, and I know he had said he didn't hear the album yet, and I said, "People are hating on the album until they see the videos, like the dance numbers and the and the videos that are coming behind it." I think he should have made it, and it's easy easy for me to say now. Mm-hmm. It probably should have been a visual album. You said a what? A visual album. A visual album? I think if they'd have yeah. made it a dance visual, I think it would have probably like immediately took off. But I, I think but I think the world knows what's going on with this album and the US is kind of just behind on it. Well, had he had he made it a visual album, it would have made sense to everybody. Mm-hmm. Because everybody who came to to open up a Drake album came to hear Drake spitting on that album. And looking for lyrics and bars because you're coming after you're coming right after Kendrick Lamar dropped one of his hot hottest problems and you know hottest hottest projects and Pusha T dropped huh and Pusha T dropped if you like it or you don't yeah Pusha Pusha T yeah Pusha T dropped you got lyrics that are just coming out and you come out with a whole dance album that nobody is nobody is even nobody's understanding and he's he's pushing that culture he's trying to push the culture in that direction without telling anybody and what's the name of the, what's the name of the album honestly never honestly mind. never mind so there you go me like he's like honestly i was gonna make an album with the normal shit that y'all want but never mind i figure i do yeah. a dance job never mind. and then beyonce c- comes right behind it so put me down on the beyonce because i haven't seen that the if you haven't seen beyonce like me yeah what's what's your uh tell me about it her is it just a single I think it's a single. Oh no, video? No, I not that I've seen. It might be a video. How's the song? Just, huh? How's it's the house? Song? It's a house music. Song. Really? Beyonce got a house song. Yeah. House music. I'm looking for to see if there's a um, video. So Queen B and hopped up off the throne. Said, all right, let me go over here and make a house song just so I can let y'all know if I really wanted to, it could be done. Yeah, and she's on and she got Big Frida on it. So, you know, oh. Big Frida, you know. So it's I mean, it's it's, she guarantees she co-signed. So it's a bounce beat. Yeah. Okay. She cares. She pushed it. So, I mean, it's just it's just where they they they're sending music to where they want to send it right now. And if when you that big, you can do that. So, hey Arizona, it's funny you say videos always bring songs alive. I had my TV set when I was a teenager on sports and music videos, and I would just go back and forth between the Sports Center and like uh, MTV jams and BT and shit. So. Nah, definitely interesting. So how is D.C. the nation's capital, but we don't get that much shine in the music industry like other major cities? 
In my opinion, Arizona and Kermit, K-Dizzle can actually answer this question better than me. Mm-hmm. But in my opinion, I just think growing up in D.C., I've just experienced a lot of people hating on each other. I don't, I don't really see a lot of people getting together, um, putting together shows, um, and really following like the path that Gogo did. Really, like a lot of rappers seem to be on their own stuff. But K does go ahead now and answer that question. Um, there's, we are getting our shine in the music industry. Okay, we are getting our shine in the music industry. When you really start really looking at it, you're talking about Ari Lennox. You're talking about JID. Talking about uh, a boogie with a hoodie. A hoodie. You talking about Gold Link, who's who's big. You talk. You got a lot of people, and and here's the other part that most people are not aware of. There are a lot of top tier writers that are writing the hits that you love from the DMV, and they will be at your verses. Top tier, right? Top tier writers. I mean, some some writers that write wrote out. You know, shout out to London Knighton. I mean, there's a lot of them out there. There's a lot of them out there. And we're just starting to get some people that are on the stage that are in the forefront. Um, but it's moving in a different direction for sure. Um, our, our city has always had issues with we've never been able to move the pulse to the city. I think it's coming because people are people are um, they're looking for us now. Um, the issue has been um, the consistency. We're not going. We have never been able to push it to our city like New York. New York had music on lock, right? You got right. We, that's what I'm talking about. That wave. But New even, York had music even, on lock. West Coast had music on lock. Even the Midwest had music on lock. Um, Atlanta had the music on lock. Who knows? Our wave might be coming. But you got to think about it. Who carried the torch, hip hop wise, in D.C.? Name a rapper. The biggest rapper we had in the last 10, 15 years was Wale. So Wale, yeah. Wale came out of DC. He's really a Marylander, which is cool, you know. Mm-hmm. But I don't think nobody's really ever taken over DC. Like most people, Arizona, check this out. <laughs> check this out. Most people Toronto that beat. blow up and go nationwide or global, <laughs> they tend to do what, Kay? They tend to take over their hometown, right? Mm-hmm. Like in order for you to usually go big, like if you go back home, that shit's locked down, right? Oh, that's mm-hmm. my hometown. Right. Like a lot of rappers can like come out, talk about where they're from, go back and just shut the shit down. Mm-hmm. What rappers do you really have that you can think about put us on the map like that? That is like repping like a neighborhood, like a J, like he put Marcy Projects on the map. Mm-hmm. Like there's really no rapper that's made it mainstream. I'm not talking about local mainstream that has really put us on, put, you know, places in our town as far as landmarks down. And then went outside in the country and got it big. Because Wale, so, he came so, with the Gogo sound, but then he went, he went with Maybach and it kind of went away. So that's what, so. Now my question is, you know, what we what level are we talking about? Because anytime anytime that conversation comes up, I always talk, always think of, I always think of the homie Odyssey. Odyssey does worldwide tours, and in almost every other song, he talking about Lago. <laughs> I mean, he talking about PG County. And, and it, it, but is he mainstream? Is he mainstream? That's a great question. Here's here's the thing about it. You could say is it is it is it a hate or is it hate or a system in place to stop us? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. The only the only thing that's that uh, that stops us is us. 
And the, the other part of it is, the other part of it is the consistency of the artists themselves. So uh, mainstream, when you say mainstream, are we just, what, what level are we talking about? I'm talking about mainstream. We talk, you talking about big time artists. Yeah. Like I would say Wale is a big time artist. Like I would okay. put Wale in the, in, la, in the last 10 years, he's in my top 10. Right. As far as rappers. And mm-hmm. I can't think of anybody else locally that I could put over Wale. You know, because I would actually have put Wale in the in the conversation with, uh, you know, J. Cole and those guys five mm-hmm. years ago. Right, and we're we're talking about we're talking about the level of their success based on national, right? Right. Now, if we talk about lyrics, I got three other people from the area I will put over Wale in a heartbeat. One hundred have a substantial amount of success, but not on the same success level as Wale would. Like if Wale drops, then you're talking about. You know, it's going na- nationwide. They're picking it up and they're syndicating the song. So, versus you talking about somebody who can do a twenty-city tour and you know still be successful and not be in mainstream. You know what I'm saying? So why can't yeah, those three guys? But well, why can't those three artists go mainstream? Because like I know you know a lot of uh, talent. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and yeah. Brick City says Fat Trail had a chance, but you yeah. know I saw Fat Trail at um, what's that shit called? I forgot. I used to see Fat Show on a club on a Wednesday night, man. He he never really wanted to leave. He was with Made by Music too. Yep. And yep. they never put an album out. In Trail might in Trail and he's down Trail might you know, he might roll back up in the process. So it's it's just one of those things where a lot of issues that we have within our within our area is the consistency of the of the artists in themselves. So, you know, we'll get a little bit of fame and then be good with that. But you got others that that won it all. The guys that made it out, like Wale, like Odyssey, like Kingpin Slim, like Uptown XO. I know I'm throwing I'm throwing up some names there. These guys have had have had radio hits on that have been national. Um, but it's uh, our wave may or may not come. We we'll we'll see we'll see. Um, you know, but we've we've been getting our shine in just in a whole bunch of different areas. Logic, logic is. Logic is another top. That's interesting. Top tier. Huh? That's interesting. And, and you know what? Respect top, the logic. logic is top tier on bars. You know what I'm saying? He's top tier on bars. Respect I would the literally. Logic. Uh, huh? Respect would, the logic because I might have to reel that back about Wale. Thank you. Thank you. Because I'll be honest with you. Logic versus Wale is a whole other conversation. We might, be, we might go a little too deep. St. Louis beat us. Yeah, you ain't lying. St. Louis beat us. Nelly and them had a whole but again, thing. Nelly, Nelly beat everybody. And the difference <laughs> is, and when you start really looking at it, okay, we can we can roll back the tape and say, yeah, we had Tabby Bonet get on, but no, but Tabby didn't, Bonet didn't get on hard enough to be able to pull everybody with him. Wale nobody, got on, but Wale didn't pull everybody with him. Nobody from here in the last 30 years has had a rap song that Really could put us on that big. I'm gonna call it like I said. Wale, Wale is. I don't think any of Wale's content ever hit like a Drake, or even like like a big single. Like even yeah, Wale's yeah. like with Lady Gaga. I'm talking even like his big time music. I don't think put DC on the map. Like it, yeah, did. What which song by Wale? Not to get off topic, but he was uh, out there with uh, um, uh Lady Lotus Gaga. Flower Bomb. Lotus Flower Bomb. With Miguel. <laughs> we ain't had national hits since 5 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> the hell with you, Ron. <laughs> but, 
But um, like, what if what is like what if somebody from here put out that like feels like here that rang through the country? Nothing. Uh, Lotus Flower Bomb was big for him. Um, Wale has had it, but he ain't. He like I said, I we 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 can I can't. I can only see from outside looking there. He might have put some people on, but I, I, it's still to be seen. That's had the same similar success. So, and Raheem Devon's a beast. You know, Raheem Devon, in my opinion, a very talented R and B artist. Brick mm-hmm. brought him up too. Um, I think you know, definitely one of the most he, successful. You doing the butt? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Meryl Street put <laughs> you on the map. Meryl Street put you on the map. This all started trending. Um, but it, so, but yeah, man, keep keep it rolling, bro. It's, it's, so we got the the thoughts on honestly. Never mind. You touched on Drake. Uh, Beyonce did her song. If mm-hmm. you are uh, following, you know, entertainment. Um, my prayers and condolences go out to Lil TJ, one of the young young rappers of today's generation. Twenty one year old guy shot uh, out in New York. Um, oh yeah, still so. under investigation. So prayers for him. Uh, since we do talk about hip hop, you know, definitely mm-hmm. want to give our shout out to, to to the young man, um, Breezy. So I was talking to my girl, right, and I said Breezy at this point in his career is confusing me because, and if you don't know who Breezy is, it's Chris Brown. Chris Brown. Um, Chris Brown has come out and said a lot of a lot of big time shit, and I think Chris Brown can stand on a lot of the shit that he said. Okay, and I wanted to ask you. What you thought about it before we go into the versus review? Chris Brown is a living legend. I feel you, and I agree with you. Chris, Chris Brown is a living legend. If you if you listen to if you listen to, um, he said no savage crash. That look, he dropped right after a Drake album, which was super controversial. Break it down. Break it down. Okay, and, and Saints before you explain, the, before you start making excuses, I'm not making an excuse. I have said before the show that Breezy's album flopped. It did 70K first week. It didn't beat out Dirk's re-release. That's been out for three weeks. So is that a shot at Chris Brown's current no. standings with his fans? No. And I'm going to break, break it down. Let's, let's reduce it to the ridiculous. Here's the issue. Chris, if you listen to Sirius XM Radio... If you listen to any playlist on <laughs> iTunes, Tidal, Spotify, whatever you listen to, Apple, Amazon Music, whatever you use, every one out of five songs on, Chris Brown is on it. Think about it. Every one in five songs that you hear on the radio, Chris Brown is on it. It's either his song or he's or he's featured on that song. In this, in in, Come so on, you're Kay. used to, huh? I, I love, I love Chris Brown. You're used to it. What's up, Miss Carter? Let you're me ask you a question. Chris Brown on the on the radio, and he dropped the album without any type of promo. And the problem with that is you're already out there, so everybody's already already hearing you, so they're not looking for it when it drops. And secondly, you know, he did it like a, it was like a whole. It's like a Jay-Z and Nas situation <laughs> with him and Drake. Drake drops a super controversial album. And then, you know, Breezy, you drop an album. It's like right. he's yeah, he's been he's been very private. So Mama shout out to the, the shout out to the very private, But 
Chris Brown is an absolute living legend. If you really go back and look at his discography, I think he's got like 16 albums. And the dude is nowhere near finished. 16 strong albums. And you can find at least three to five hits on all of those albums. Good point. And real quick before we go, because we're 25 minutes into episode 60, right? I see a lot of my um, my friends and family in the chat messaging from Facebook. If you can, be so kind of slide on over to YouTube. You don't have to do it right now, but for, you know, next week and continuing, go on over to YouTube, subscribe, smash that like button so we can stay in business. Hold on, right? hold on, man. Hold on. Let me, I'm, I'm just looking right now, right? Five. So you're eight, saying he's got six, 12. Volume 18, and a huge catalog. Chris Brown has 30 albums. Hell no. You you don't believe me? He got 30 albums? Bro, let me put this on the screen right now. Let me put this on the screen right now, okay? Hold on. Let me put this on the screen. Chris Brown literally has 30 albums. I'm reading this right. Breezy just dropped. Look. Six, twelve, eighteen, twenty-four. That's thirty albums. I don't even know what this is. Muvete y Salva. That's a that's a Spanish joint. I don't even know. But he got thirty albums. Chris has thirty albums, bro. All right, so let's talk about it. So and he got yeah, and he got mixtapes. So we it's all agree the, the deluxe joints he was doing. All right, so look, so we all agree. Chris Brown's a living legend. He got I that. Haven't heard so let's talk you. about let's talk about what he's been saying, right? Go ahead. So I was talking to my girl earlier, and we were coming off the verses. We're gonna get into that. <laughs> and um, you know, Chris Brown said that he would he would step out there and see Usher. And um, I thought that'd be a very interesting battle. I th- ooh, I, I think, think I think Chris. Go ahead. Go ahead. So I see your excitement, and I think if they don't do the battle, we should do a um a mock Chris Brown Usher battle. That's a mock Chris Brown Usher joint, like we did when I shit on you with uh <laughs> and Busta Rhymes. If you guys you're trash, you're trash. But uh, Look, not to bring up old bad memories, but I'm gonna tell you, Usher, Sinead put me down to it. She say, I don't know, babe. Usher been selling out Vegas and like been crushing it out there. He has. That's been his. That's been his stick. Right he's here. he's been singing. He's been singing. However, look, Shanae saying quantity don't equal quality. I I get that, but we're not talking about just anybody. We're talking about Chris Brown. <laughs> we talk about Chris Brown, and I'm gonna tell you right now, Chris Brown has enough hits to really put Usher in the dirt. I don't know, Kay. Uh, he's had enough hits. I don't know. Put Usher in the dirt. I might take I'm I might take Usher's that. side on it. I'm a stand just to on make that. it fun. And I might go ahead and take Usher's side in our in our mock verses and uh right have, have to do that. But like Chris Brown said, he was like, you know, a lot of people don't do the type of dancing and singing that I do. Because he just Absolutely. appeared he just appeared on um the drunk the drink champs podcast. Yeah. And you know, he was like you got to think about it. Like, there are a lot of dancers out there that can probably dance better than me. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he's not necessarily a dancer that's in a competition. You know what I'm saying? That's, right. like, really trying to work and, and win that title. But yeah. he's he's got that level of dancing with the singing. And that's well, the difference. I took, um, yeah, I took, um, I took my daughter and a friend 
to the Indigo tour when he came to the city. Okay. Um, I remember that. Yeah, he killer. Yeah, yeah, good songs. Killer. Huh? <laughs> he had good music out around that time. Killer. That Indigo, man, Wagwan. Oh, yeah, I know. DJ White's in the building. But Chris Brown, Chris Brown has enough hits to bury Usher. And look, here's what everybody's going to say. Here's what everybody's going to say. Oh, that Confession album, that whole album was crushes. You can go anything. I, look, you got 20. Let's you, you got 28 albums to choose from. 28 albums to choose All right, from. so we're going to do it. We're going to do it. You got 28 albums to choose from. Uh, yeah, I got 28 albums. And I got about a good 12 that I'm going to choose from. And that's not even <laughs> that's not even including the big states. But no, let's just... And that's not even including features. Those are his songs. That's not even including the features. So if the verses on. got to a level to where Usher tried to take the Mario route, I'm not putting the Mario in the Marion's level. <laughs> but if Usher takes the Marion route and... Chris Brown takes Mario. Yeah, it's a rap. Like it's Usher rap. can't go out there playing with. I mean, uh, Chris Brown can't go out there playing with Usher. So look, he Usher. Usher will smoke that young boy. Oh, we are doing this. We are doing this. Nope, oh. we're doing it. We we're doing it. Look, look, we not gonna. We got us. We got a lot. We talking about tonight. We not gonna spend all of it. We're gonna do uh, Usher versus Chris Brown versus. I'm not even gonna I'm pick. Let it burn. Let it burns and win. Huh? Let it burns and win. Yeah. I'm not not, no, let's not do this right now. Let's not do this right now. Cause we'll, let's keep it going. We'll, we'll keep going because we'll be in it. We'll be in it to win it. So what's the, what's, where are we going next? So before we get into the fuckery again, because I'm excited. I watched I watched about three hours of that shit. I'm embarrassed to say it. I'm embarrassed to say it. But anyway. Go ahead. At what point is your, your significant other, I should say, if she's a public figure, is it out of bounds for somebody to make a sexual comment in a song about them? Wait a minute. Say that again. At what Say point? Again. At what point, if your significant other is mm-hmm. a public figure, you know, mm-hmm. very popular public figure, known to be beautiful, you know, mm-hmm. and you hear a lyric in a song that's pretty graphic, you know, sexually towards your partner, how would you feel? It is what it is. Elaborate. What do you mean? It is what it is. No, he's he already he already know what we talking about. We gonna get to it. We gonna open it up. So what you here's here's the thing. Why give it energy? Why give it energy? All it is is an attention grab. Okay, it's an attention grab. Just like paparazzi, just like somebody else write a, a belligerent story. Just same way homegirls paying um Cardi B twenty one million <laughs> and trying to apologize on YouTube about it. Mm. It's just an attention grab, and if you give it any energy, then you feed, you're feeding the fire when you really just want to put it out. And you and the other thing is, if it's that crazy, that person's crazy. You gotta you gotta just ignore the craziness in itself. There you go. Talk about talk about what we talking about. Tell them what we talking so, about. So not to be too graphic, but Kevin Gates is a um is a rapper that I actually like. I listen to him. He's, he's going to be coming up in our show shortly. But um, came out with an album, put a song out with some lyrics in the song. And Kevin Gates has always been known to be graphic and uh, to be quote unquote like kind of freaky in his lyrics, pause. But not to make it a long story, he basically said things about Beyonce, how 
you know, I'm gonna get right to the explicit line. How she said, urinate, line, urinate, urinate on his, you know what, and he would make her body shiver. So then he then he followed up and said, "Hey, I'm just saying what every man wants to say, or what every man's been thinking." And I gotta be honest, I never thought that. <laughs> no, I've I've thought she's gorgeous and sexy and all that, but I've never thought. Never, no, ain't about what he thinking. So that's my question: like, how far does an attention grab go? Does the far, attention, the attention, does an attention, the attention grab get Jay Z to make a phone call? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because if you make a phone call, then it shows that you it shows that you're affected by it. And if you show that you're affected by it, you're feeding into it exactly the way they want to feed into it. Because as soon as you make that phone call, that whole going to go right back on TV and say, yeah, he called me <laughs> and lie about the phone call. And All right, so do you, do you behind closed doors? I mean, does this no. get checked is what I'm asking. No. Because Arizona's thinking he's about to get blackballed. You know Jake can make a phone call and not necessarily touch him and touch him, if that makes no. sense. Why? Why give it energy? No. Okay. It's beneath you, so just keep just keep walking over it. Then it happens. It's white noise. It's sitting in the background. You just gotta ignore it. Don't give it any energy because once you just do, starts to grow, starts to ferment, and you wonder why there's mold in the corner. Beyonce checked Fab over Solange. <laughs> Very good point. Very good point. Nah, so she was younger. Solange pulled Fab up too. Mm-hmm. That's because they different. They built different. Solange saw Fab. This came out of a Fab interview, and he was like, she pulled me up, and she was like, don't ever say that shit about me. <laughs> right? But um, go ahead. Let's get into the sleepers, man. You want to get to the sleepers? Let's do it. Okay. Who's your, who's your, what's let's your roll sleeper? into the sleeper, because mine, I sent it to you, is Kevin Gates. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's off the new album, Kaza, because I fuck with him. You know, you got it. Yeah, I got it. I got it. I'm gonna pull it up right here. I ain't got too much to go into. A man, let it crank. Putting some rap on the on the list today. Big life by Kevin Gates. Let's play a little bit. He will bring him up and then pull him for it. Right now, meditated, jumped in the fast car, hear the engine trembling. Right now, only positivity in this space. We keeping it sacred. Right now. Aisa, Abu Medium, Rasul Allah, Alhamdulillah. What? Hey, you gonna deliver this message? Even if you got a curse, you gonna deliver this message. Puzzle. Are you in search of the big light? Mesmerized by the big lights in the sky. Hey, that joint do crank. I'm gonna give you that. I'm telling you, man, it took me back to a Friday night. <laughs> I was when I was in search of the big life. <laughs> Kevin Gates on the ADU sleeper playlist. K does what you got? Uh, what you got? Funny that you mentioned it. I have a Chris Brown song. 
It's never right. I, no, I sent you. I sent you like three joints. I said, all right, I'll go with the Chris Brown joint. And it's on. It's on the uh, what we were really talking about earlier. What's uh, the Afrobeat that? I'm gonna be like saying, I'm gonna sing, I'm gonna sing a song. You gonna sing what? The Chris Brown song, like Sammy was doing, Ray J. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let me play. It's called "Call Me Every Day" featuring Wizkid. If you make your mind up, if you're loving every night, you make your mind up. Not only you give me love, but make me nice, nice, nice. I feel make your mind up. Girl, I love you, plus I never make your mind up. If I let you smoke, it's you gon' lose my light. If you paranoid, then I'ma spend the night. You can get a loving every day. Time I dance with you, if I'm money, I go pay. For your love, I go pay. Hey, look at this show. Classic now. That's the classic from Chris Brown now. Okay, you go, you gonna hear that all summer. <laughs> Call me every day, Richard Wiz kid. Right in the right in the ten, timeline of what we listen to right now. You know what, Wiz kid, all them cats. I just uh, had um, Fat Boy DML. Was it? Uh, who's up? Burner Boy, which is killing it right now. I just had a realization, bro. What's up? As Cole and Gina are um, hosting an award on the BT Awards, I just had a realization that this is like post-pandemic music. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's good. It's a good idea. It's smart because everybody's traveling. Everybody's hitting up an island right now. You know, I've been hearing about the airlines, a book. People are all on vacation, and it makes sense. Like, they know people want to get out and about. Yep. And, and people want to dance. So that's a good song, man. Yes, sir. Tell everybody where they can find our playlist, please. You can find our playlist on Spotify, aduplaylist.com. No, ADU Podcast. ADU Podcast. Um, let me pull it up on the screen so that you have it. Um, actually, let me copy the link so you can have it in the chat. There's a link tree for it. Let me get on my get on my admin stuff. So the ADU Music Sleepers. You can pull that thing up on Spotify any given time. Go on there, like it. Right now, there are 43 songs. There are going to be 43. It's 41 songs on it right now. It's a lot of crazy music. If you listen to it, you will be listening to it all summer. Some joints you've never heard on there is because they're sleepers. It will keep you rolling all through the summer. So if you got any ideas, any recommendations, send them our way. We might just add it to the list. If it's trash, we're going to tell you that too. So, <laughs> no, nah, I ain't listening to that. We ain't going to do that. But ADU Music Sleep, Spotify. Um, we probably did lose our Facebook uh, crew because of the because um, of, of the uh, yeah, the songs. We'll figure that out. We'll, like I said, that's why we move into Twitch. We move into um, YouTube because we knew that was going to happen. So, shout out to YouTube not being crazy like that. Um, but yeah, man. So let's get into this daggone verses, bro. Well, you called it the neighborhood talent show. I did. And it's exactly what it is. 
Mary J must have got another lifetime. Oh, no, nah, she won an award for Good Morning Gorgeous. Good Morning Gorgeous. Okay. Good morning, gorgeous. One of the last. Old song. I know. One of the last R&B traditionalists still, still kicking. Good morning, gorgeous. Hey, man, let's talk about it. If you're still sticking with us, man, we're talking about the versus ratchetry. All the all the dancer rating and holler rating. <laughs> like Mary J. Blige used to talk her shit. But um, who watched the verses? Did you? I watched some of it. I ain't watched all of them. So. I, I tell you what, if you were able to sit through four hours of that madness, more power to you. Like I said, I did about three. Um, it definitely came with some entertainment. DJ came out, had to hold the uh, show for about 30, 45 minutes. I think everybody was pre-gaming and building up their alcohol tolerance or um, intoxication to get ready for the show because uh, DJ probably went on for about an hour. Then you had the pre-show with Bobby V, Ray J, and they went up against Sammy and your boy Pleasure P. Man, look. Very entertaining pre-show. Have we ever had a pre-show like that before? Ever? I've never seen anything like any. I've never seen anything like that before my life. I've never seen. I've never seen so many um, childhood artists that went on stage again in front of a live studio audience in millions on on social media and completely embarrass themselves. So at first, completely embarrass themselves. At first glance, Ray J was visibly the most fried person there. Um, you know, attire was straight, looked like you know normal Ray J. Bobby yeah. E came out looking like two thousand and three. What? My With man the had a sleeveless shirt. Your that boy had on a uh, three years old. I yeah, mean, man. he had on a tall tee, cut off sleeveless <laughs> shirt that so came, that came out over his bootcut jeans <laughs> with the with the high waisted yeah. jacket. <laughs> and then your boy, uh, <laughs> boy Sammy uh, had a leather vest on. Boy Sammy had a leather vest. I said, "Who the fuck is that?" I didn't even know who Sammy was. I, I told my girl. He would never get picked out of it. That man said, that man said, y'all don't know I had, he, I was the first one with hits with 12. And then started singing, I like the baby, way baby, you. Baby, baby, The boy said, I started this shit in 99. If it wasn't for 99, <laughs> and what I did wouldn't be here. Yo. So, yeah, so Pleasure P, Ray J, Bobby V, and Sammy, they get out there, they do their thing. Uh, Pleasure P and Sammy disrespected all night long. Uh, after every single song that was played, they pretty much just started clowning Ray J and all ganging up and, and singing One Wish together. Because Sammy tried to take the song and sing it before Ray J did, and I swear Ray J cried. <laughs> it was just a debacle, man. It was. Just, I mean, Pleasure P on stage, like he shook night, telling everybody all the hits he wrote. He's singing some songs. But then he's then he's telling you everything else he wrote. Like we don't care about that. We don't gotta care give about him some you. credit though. Out of all the singers, he did pretty well vocally. What? Pleasure P okay. did a little better. All than right, well, else. look, you are the pre-game show, and nobody <laughs> asked for, and nobody cares about. Jeremiah came out there and ruined his career. Oh. He looked like he looked like the immigrant. <laughs> Immigrant who made it off of 
YouTube and got in front of a mic without his without his um without his talk box. But like, so bro, the funny part the funny part about that was Ray J was pulling people out too. And your boy um Omarion was bringing out people like it was wrestling. Like back in the day when the WWF used to wrestle, you would see people come out from the back and join yeah. in and shit. Like when I saw your boy Jeremiah get up there, I ain't recognize him at first either. They said they said he started singing. They said, "Oh no!" Oh, I'm a hey. So in the mic, it's, oh no, stop. When it. he gets up there, your boy Mario's sitting down. Like, please don't do it, Jeremiah. <laughs> yeah. please don't do it. And Jeremiah looks at the crowd and he says, "I'm actually cool with both of them." And and Mario walks away. Is like, just please don't please do don't it. Do so it. Jeremiah does birthday sex. You know, ah. Yeah. So after he does his shit, Mario was like, "Man, look." Don't be having no more R&B wash-ups come out here and sing <laughs> off key, bro. Don't be doing this shit no more. Here comes Tank. Awesome, Tank bro. came out there with the muscles, the the, the real tight shirt, yeah. the cross earring, and was just belting out O. With belting the extra long torso. With the extra <laughs> long <laughs> And Mario, again... He had the black Air Force energy, right? Mario was like, man, what y'all about to start singing face to face? What was saying out there, too, bro? Tank got, Tank got mad at Mario and was like, you lucky it's not my verses, right? Or or they got physical out here. The DJ, because the DJ had black Air Forces on, too, <laughs> was like, the good thing is, Tank, it is not your verses. <laughs> and announced that shit on the microphone. Yeah. But man, yeah. to see to see them say one wish and to see Ray J get so mad, and then he got his, he got his son out there. <laughs> he got his son in his hand talking about I'm lit. A B, I'm sorry, B, as they carrying him off. B, I'm gonna get it next time. I know I'm I know I fucked up, B talking to Brandy. Talking to Brandy. Brandy is Brandy is firing him up on oh. on 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 oh, Brandy. She's supporting she him, right? She out there, she out there recording him. But then he's sitting there saying, hey, man, you know, I had the baby and I'm lit. I can't, you know, I ain't really know how to sing. I'm like, come on, Ray J, get off the stage, bro. It was not your show. This wasn't meant for y'all. Nobody Mm. came to see y'all. Nobody knew you were going to be there. Everybody was upset the amount of time it took for you guys to get off stage. (laughs) We didn't want you and we weren't aware. This was thrown at you. This was thrown at us. That's like, this is like, we bought tickets. Yeah, Brandy just rocked the BET Wars. Look, Brandy always going. Bro. Brandy always kill it. Brandy, Brandy murdered Jack Harlow. I said it last week. I think she Brandy went ju- ju- um, murdered Jack Harlow because he didn't know who she was. She took his song, put bars on it, and said, "Here, son, go back to school." But you, but you know what, though? Now that I think about it, in Jack Harlow's defense. I wouldn't I wouldn't relate Ray J to Brandy either if I was born in 2003 as as less talented that he is compared to Brandy and that mm-hmm. shit that he did on that stage I wouldn't expect him to be related to a, a all-time great either. Very true because he you know Jack Harlow don't music if he's born in 03 he's not paying attention to anything until he's about 10 years old so it's 2013. Yeah. So your legends for you start at 2013 and up. And you know that pool is just that pool, and and it's it's what it is. But yo, look, it was just a bad night for mm. for the culture, all in all, because nobody 
that has been watching versus, like really watching versus, was excited about what they saw last night. Then your boy popped out with the watermelon. We didn't even go into the old melon, the old melon craze. So obviously, um, you know, Omarion's anger was trying to get the women in the crowd to go crazy. And I guess he thought they were going to vote who won because he pulled out some watermelon, started eating it like he was doing some sexual gestures and shit. Passed it over to the women in the crowd. The poor girl gets the watermelon. They put the camera on her. Now she getting peer pressure because they're like, eat it. Eat it, girl. Eat it, girl. Oh, you better eat it, girl. And she's sitting there like, oh, oh I don't know. <laughs> and then she bites into the watermelon, and the crowd's like, oh. So, you know, what a setup. What a setup all the way around. Um, where do we? Where in the world do we start centralizing mel- watermelon, bro? Never seen no shit. Where? Where does that happen? I just, it was just a bad night. For the culture. It was just a bad night for the culture. Wasn't it a distraction we needed? Absolutely. You just literally saw five people destroy their careers. <laughs> <laughs> you used to see them implode uh, on four of them weren't even invited. And, and then <laughs> so, that's funny. So four weren't invited. But Omarion was there. That's and Omarion tried to dance and sing, bro. But to hear, you both them, anymore. to hear them talk shit about their groups who weren't there to defend themselves because they both were basically saying, you need your group. You know, yeah. uh, all you need your group. And your boy, uh, Pleasure P, was like, man, I wrote all them damn songs. I am pretty Ricky. <laughs> like, damn. You know what I'm saying? And then I go on t- uh, Twitter today and I'm seeing all of the B2K boys all butthurt because Omarion said they want nobody but backup dancers and shit. So now they up there on Twitter talking about I wrote this song, I wrote that song and shit. You got people in the crowd that Mario was like, he wrote all y'all shit and sung y'all shit. <laughs> Shout out to Lil Stevie. I'm like, God damn. It was just it was so bad, bro. And here's the so kicker. bad. Here's Mario the, was the only adult in the room, bro. But here's the kicker, bro. And Trey Songs wasn't even there. <laughs> And Trey Songs, speaking of R&B being wilder than rappers, Trey Songs wasn't even there. We're glad about that. We're glad about that. Because Trey Songs is a problem. Mario took Baltimore out to Cali and really turned up. He was walking around that stage like he was in Baltimore. He asked Amarion, where was he from? He said he wasn't from Inglewood. (laughs) Amarion sitting there like, you don't know where you at, talking this craziness. Mario said he don't give a shit. <laughs> he took he his said, shirt off. He, like, said, yeah. he said, All you do is dance. I knew you was a dancer. <laughs> so Chris, Chris Stokes, Stokes is somewhere chuckling and playing with some booties. Chris Stokes was out there. What? He was out there chuckling with a glass of Casamigos. <laughs> just, just looking at the debacle, bro. It was so bad. It I was no Marion. You can either dance or you can sing. But you can't do both, bro. Mario trying to tell him that on multiple occasions. Mario was too busy trying to tell Mario to take off his jacket. (laughs) And Mario was telling him, look, don't worry about my beer belly under this jacket. I'm about to sing around circles. Circles around around you. 
and have these women go home knowing right. who's singing them a song. All right, that, that's enough of that debacle versus man. Let's 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 really get into Hilarious. into the thick of it because the nonsense was nonsense, and that's all it was. Just talk. Let's 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 tone it down a little bit and get into some other stuff that happened, which is this week. Oh, by the way, Doctor Strange, uh, Multiverse of Madness dropped on Disney Plus. If you ain't watched it yet, dropped on June twenty second. It's a great movie. Go check that out. From Doctor Strange too. But let's. Um, what other things? What other thing that happened? You know, I feel like I want to move to another multiverse. Is um, the Supreme Court? making a decision after 50 years of precedent and multiple cases on backing up this law, these folk overturn a law of Roe versus Wade, which gives women the right to choose uh, or the, the fundamental right uh, to have uh, an abortion or to you know, look in those services. So, where do you want to start with that half? Let me let me put the ticker up, man, because you know Roe versus Wade. Where do we go from? What are, so, you, what are your thoughts on this? Dude? So first off, I want to say, you know, whenever a situation like this occurs, it's always good to get the education mm-hmm. behind it and to really figure out what's really going on, and that's what I had to do because. You know, all through my life, me being 35, this was never really an issue because, as you said, this has been instituted for 50 years. So, yeah, we learned about Roe versus Wade in school, but to what extent did we retain it, you know, was kind of like was, was like how I felt. So I, did, I had no idea that the ability to make a decision regarding abortion would be taken away, even in, you know, some of those I would say heinous cases, you know, uh, rape, uh, incest, and things like that. <clears throat> women don't have the right to to medically, you know, not have that child. So I do understand, and I and I did do some research. So I think it's a very, uh, you know, unfortunate and sad situation. And I, I don't really believe that it's something that should be decided in court. You know, I don't think that in 2022 this should be something that is a votable matter at this point. And then I always start to, you know, not to get too far, but I, I, I tend to ask the question, like, who's benefiting from this decision? You know, it mm-hmm. seemed like it seemed like over the last four or five years, we've been getting hit with some major distractions. Mm-hmm. And then things like this have been popping up. And this is obviously a huge matter, but like, it seems like we've been all distracted because I didn't even know that this was up for conversation. Yeah. And to hear and see everybody so, you know, up in arms about it, I understand now. And um, I just hope that, you know, obviously there can be some further conversation. I don't think that uh, having the states make the decision is going to be the best decision because now you're going to have an influx of people, you know, going different to different states. I did see California and a lot of Western states come out and say, that they will always be an advocate for, I guess it's pro-choice. Um, so it, it's just interesting to see how the states are going to move from this point on. And then you see, you know, stuff like uh, politicians today, you know, coming out with Trump saying that white life w- wins in this situation. So 
is this is this another form of population control? Was was abortion, you know, so I guess heavy and legalized back then in hopes that you know the black population would be decreased and now has it blown up in the faces? I mean, a lot of people don't know uh, what the stats are, but they uh, they're definitely saying that the minority, uh, you know, the, the minority statistics have changed. Excuse me. So. Um, right now, these are the states. The dark states are the law, the states where uh, it's been banned or mostly banned. Um, uh, the darker the color means it's likely to ban or will be banned within a month. Uh, those pink states means it's still legal in those areas. And the gray states mean they're uncertain, um, uncertain on which way they're going to go. But um, you have a certain sect of the country making decisions for the majority of the country, which is which is bananas. And when we talk about Roe versus Wade, we're talking about protecting women's right to choose. And it you get into like what you like literally what you just said. So my concern is the first thing I think of is okay if. I were to live in Texas and I live, you know, I have my four daughters and something dangerous happens or, you know, you know, rape happens. And my daughter is, is, you know, is a victim and a pregnancy comes from that. You're now telling me that I'm not, she's not allowed to make a choice with her body because you as a state are saying that she should be forced to have that child at 13, 14, 15, which I think is immoral, unethical, and it should be illegal. Now you're forcing that child to live a life that she never wanted or she never, you know, we never transpired to have at any given time. And then you run the risk of, of you know, of her having a lifetime full of trauma by having that child and that child being a reminder of the trauma that she had. So you're causing, you're causing such immeasurable pain um, for the sake of, of what? For the sake of what? What are you That's gaining? That's the question. That's the what question. Are what are you gaining? There is no, there is no gain from that. The religious, the religious zealots, are the only ones that win in this situation and they don't look at the consequences. They're thinking, okay, well, you know, you're, they're thinking life is murder. You know, taking a life is murder. And some places are banning it, you know, if it, you can have, you cannot have an abortion if, if it's past six weeks. S women will tell you a lot of women don't know that they're pregnant until after six weeks. That's a good point. They, they, they could be 10 weeks before they know. 12 weeks before they know. Okay, put the number up, please, just in so, case. Got some people trying. I mean, it's just, it's, um, some of it, it's, it's just beyond me to think that we could be in 2022 and still have to fight for a fundamental right that I believe women, um, women, should have and it should be no question in regards to uh, men specifically having a say so um, that's just saying like um, 
That's saying, you know, we that's like women saying that men should only have one nut. Yeah. It, it's an interesting I mean, thing. It's to say that men should you should only have one nut. Or you should, you know, if you decide to have children, uh if you don't if you don't want children, if you say you don't want children, then at the age of 14, you know, we should take that right from you. We should yeah. take it from you. And it's it's just I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm rocked to the core because I have four daughters, and I think about it all the time. I think about it all the time, and and the mere fact that you you're making decisions for them in their lives and that they don't have any control of because you feel like that's what they should do is wrong. And it all comes, and it all comes behind the government's weakened stance and positions towards gun control. You know, over the past year or so, with all the gun violence that spiked in the country, you know, it seems like the government tends to sit around and have more conversations about what to do, what not to do, but not necessarily do anything. And they come out here and they just completely take away, you know, women's rights. So I, I totally understand um, the severity of this decision. And I just hope that, you know, I, I mean, where do we go from here? That's a hell of a question. Like, what's the next move? Like, is it is it going to be something that's going to have to be handled in inside your state? You know, is that going to be the first level of, uh, I guess, offense? If you don't want to leave your state, no. The only thing you can do at this point is to put it to make it create an amendment that it's and put it into law that it's a choice because. Because if you leave it to the states, you're going to have exactly that. You're creating a crisis. You're creating a health, women's health crisis right now because those women who live in those states and they need those services now have to drive 6, 7, 10, 12 hours to get the, to get the services that they need. Where is, where is Big Pharma in, in, in play here? And, Big Pharma don't care. They don't care. No, let me ask you this question. What about, what about, and this is honestly a real question in my opinion, what about the potential of increased like plan B? Mm -hmm. You know, I would assume that that stock has to rise. But then that's not 100% effective. But I'm just saying that that's going to be women's last attempt. You know, if, if they're in a situation of that, mm -hmm. you know, concern, I would say plan B sales are going to have to triple. But in, in, in now you subjected okay if if you now if you now have sex you're gonna automatically have to have to do that every use it every time after you have sex now that's you try to now you treating it like like if you have high blood pressure and you and you take an advil every day or ibuprofen every day it's it's not every child not every child is going to be in a position where they can be on birth control i mean it's just it's just crazy it's just crazy. And look, we don't we don't normally talk politics on this show at all. We never. That's one of the things. Hey, what's up, Erica? What's up? That's Eric? one of the things that we steer clear from on this show is politics. But because of the severity of this entire law uh, that's been struck down, my body, my choice. And because it's been struck down, um, it just struck a huge nerve with us. And having to ha need to talk about it, and look, you can 
to say that a woman is sexually assaulted ends up pregnant, doesn't want to baby, you know, doesn't want to have that baby. That's another baby that ends up in some type of adoption situation or foster care. So, yeah. And the problem with that is you're creating, you're creating mental health issues for not only, not only for the mother, but you're creating mental health issues for the child now. And what about, and what about all these, uh, quote unquote, flyover states that have, I mean, let's just call a spade a spade, you know, certain populations that are very poor, uh, that have, you know, known to have some incest or a lot of rape situations in those towns and like neighborhoods that are now going to be having children and adding to the population. And what if that population in the government's opinion is going to affect, like I said, the minority rate? You know, do they feel like this is going to be something that's going to be able to level out where they want the population to go? No, because what this is going to do is going to put a stress on the social services parts of our of your state, and, and which is the same place that you're making all of the cuts on social services. It's going to add an additional stress to those departments, and it's just going to create a crisis. It's going to create an absolute crisis. We're shooting ourselves in the foot. I, I've, I've said this personally, privately, and I will say it publicly. I don't believe that this country will be able to make any um, any real substantial progress until this specific generation moves on or dies off. Because we have a lot of people in a specific generation that grew up during the era of a racist America. So right? you're saying this is like a last, a last second America. And because the, their fear of the melting pot that it's becoming, the fear of inclusion that is happening is, is driving the madness that we have now. So until, until that specific generations or generations die off, are removed from power, is the only time that we're only going to be making, only be able to make substantial uh, economic, socioeconomic change. And I pray that it won't be too long before it's before it's far gone, too far gone. So, I pray that the population of Idaho doesn't increase <laughs> 20 million. Hey, look, I ain't worried about Idaho. Ain't but, ain't but 17 black people in Idaho. That's what right? So, you know, it's, it is what it is. And, and 16 of them play ball for, 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 <laughs> for school. school out there. So, I mean, look, man. When we're talking about a, a law that's been in place for 50 years and it's been backed up time and time again um, by this body of body of court, and to suddenly reverse just lets you know that you don't have the right people in charge. You don't put you don't have the right people in place, and unfortunately, that Supreme Court seat, that nomination, that seat when you get it is a lifetime appointment. So we're going to see a lot more. Um, ridiculousness come down the pipes. Is little, it, thing, little thing you guys aren't aware of, right? I was, um, well, uh, I had my daughter, unfortunately we had a recent event where, you know, we had to be in the hospital for my daughter who was ill. But um, the story is we were, we, we were in a room waiting to get a, a room 
but it was three other patients in the room, you know, uh, separated by, you know, by the sheet. We're list- I'm listening to another girl in the stall next to us asking for specific drugs. Mm. If you, you barely remember it, but there was a law that went to, there was a, there was a case that went to the Supreme Court or there was a law that put in place that allowed um, drug companies to begin advertising um, online and TV. If you look in the past five years, before you look prior to five years, you didn't have drug advertisements telling you to ask your doctor about a sleep aid or ask your doctor about this specific pill if you have chronic bronchitis. You didn't see that stuff. And it just came out of nowhere, right? Right, came out of nowhere because laws were passed or um, courts cases were determined where they started allowing that. This girl is in the other's bin asking for a specific drug that the doctor did, never had never had an inkling to pre- prescribe her. Like it's a new album. It, yeah, yeah, let me get that new Provax. I've seen that new Provax, you know what I'm having with. What? You talking what? about the commercials with all the side effects? No, the commercials that you hear all the side effects <laughs> are the drug commercials. <laughs> And she went in there asking for that. She drug. went in there asking for it. Ask for the specific drug. Like, hey, give write me a prescription for this. It's just bananas. The way that these laws are coming down is just stupid. You know, Roe versus Wade, same damn thing. It's just stupid. It's laws are put in putting in position for a certain reason. And this one is a major one. To protect the woman's rights to choose what she does with her body, what she doesn't do with her body. And it could be like you said, it could be just a major power play from a certain sect, you know, older you know, group of people in the government that just wanted to take one last swing before they go out. They got to die, man. This generation got to die off and, and go somewhere because they, they, they've been being, they've been paid off too much. And it's just, we're not, we're not getting anything done. We're not getting anything done. Um, not, nothing of substance of substance is getting done, you know? So, you know, look, women keep fighting. The men are right here behind you now. <laughs> We're behind you in this fight and are also walking with you in this fight to make sure that we figure out a way to get you the protections that you need. Um, they did pass wear and carry laws, yes. And you know why they did that, Tony? They did it because uh, of the pressure. They did it because of the pressure. But, they, you know, we can always say, oh, well, you know, they, they did something. They didn't go far enough. Yeah, they did something. They did absolutely something. So kudos to them for doing that, but there's a lot more that they can do. There's a lot more that they can do versus what they're doing right now. And so I'll take the handouts that they give, but it shouldn't be about us, you know, accepting the a crumbs from the table, you know, crumbs from off the table. We need to get it. We need to get a seat at the table and actually, you know, make the laws that are actually going to make significant change. The world is really, Changing. No doubt. We don't know where. I'm still proud to be an American, proud to be in America, because there's a lot of things that we're fortunate to have that others don't. At the same time, you start to wonder who are these people that are making the laws that govern our lives and and why they're doing what they're doing and should we really have them there? So. That's the thing. I mean, as I get older now and um, start to see everything for face value, or, you know, now I just look at everything and, and try to investigate its ulterior motive. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, who who already sit back and making these decisions? 
Yeah. And Erica said, look at who's who is benefiting. Who's benefiting? That's the first question Ooh. I asked you. You who know, anytime, anytime there's a movement or a big change like this that's so sudden and drastic, who is it benefiting and why? And to hear the ramifications of what this affects, it, it is it is very disheartening. And you know, Overall, women as a whole probably feel a certain way that I can't understand. So I can't sit here on our platform and really, you know, speak for them. But I could imagine, you know, even for women who probably haven't been in a position to have to make that decision, you know, that's them just hearing that now they can't make a decision or they lost a right, you know, and the 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 holy rollers of the high and mighty religious people believe that women are a vessel when it comes to birthing a child and, and it's God's right and not necessarily the woman's rights. So like you said, those religious zealots and people making these decisions are definitely, uh, it's going to be some waves. And here's the, here's the, here's the hypocrisy in that, in that idea. The only thing that God ever gives us is a choice. And he doesn't tell you what, what to do with your choice. He just gives you the choice. Right, he he gives you the choice, the option to, to live your life the way you want to live your life. He's never going to he's never going to step in physically and tell you, oh, you can't do that, or you can't do that. This he gives you the choice of free will, and for you to say to tell me that I don't have free will in this specific set is a going against God's word. So for you to sit there and use that or use religion as as a basis of your founding is is null and void. Absolutely null and void. It's not even it's not even debatable at that point. So it's technology gone against where it originally was supposed to go. If the other here's the other ca um, caveat to it. Places like Planned Parenthood, okay, who do carry out abortion services, um, that's not all they carry out. That's it's called Planned Parenthood, you know. She did. Oh yeah, she did come out of hiding. That remix was tight. I did but, just see that. It was pretty. Uh, uh, they shut it down. She, look, look. Planned Parenthood gave a lot of services to a lot of women in a lot of underserved communities. You no, know, not just you know prenatal services, breast cancer screenings. Um, you know. Health wellness checkups, stuff like that, it's crazy. And but but because they uh, because they were doing abortions, they shut down that entire thing, and the, the women in that community no longer have that access. Um, they're not going to stop abortions; they're just going to stop safe abortions. We're going to see the death rate in women increase. Yeah, that's scary, man. <laughs> That's hard. That's hard. That's hard to see. But I, I just feel I feel bad because I sit here and I don't have an answer for the for the question on the ticker. You know, I mm -hmm. can't sit here and, and pound my chest and be like, this is what you gotta do because like the ramifications of this going to not be dictated by anything federal, just let you know it's like everything's gonna be the wild, wild west now. Yeah. They gotta, you know, women get desperate and start doing all types of stuff to butchers. They have to. The only thing you can do right now is 
push for a law to be enacted, push for a federal law to be enacted to that guarantees women the right to choose. That's the only thing you could do at that point. Supreme Court only t- carries cases in which the law is not settled. Right. In which the law is not settled by Congress. It's not, it's not comp, you know, concrete law. You know, uh, slavery being abolished is concrete law. You know, you can you can talk about it till you blue in the face. It's concrete law. Um, affirmative action is concrete law. Those things. Sexual, the, that's not even, I mean, sexual abuse is going to skyrocket. Sexual abuse is, is a problem itself. It just puts pressure on a lot of, on a lot of underserved communities. Not only that, it just, um, it's fuel to the fire for no reason at all. It's not anything that we needed at this point. It, out of all the things that we're, that we're having to deal with right now, recession, uh, inflation, the minimum wage being $7.25, the federal minimum wage being $7.25, and you can you cannot find adequate housing anywhere in America making $7.25. The other fact that it hasn't changed in almost 20, over 20 years, over 20 years, and, the, and your, your standard iPhone costs $1,000. So we got a lot of other problems other than, you know, stripping women's rights from women than um than than what we're dealing with right now. We do need to protect, protect But then you women. got but then you got people on the campaign trail that go out there and they get with all the women's rights groups and they sell them these dreams that, you know, they're gonna be in office for four or eight years and things are gonna be so much better. And for this to happen now after a few people you know, got elected over the last 20 years or so that kind of left um, pro-choice alone. It's so look, what, look, look what Sinead said. Rape cases are going to increase in states to have exceptions for rape cases. Think about, let me turn that light back down. Mm-hmm. Think about, think about how that sounds. So, think about how that sounds. So, men, men, Let's say you meet a woman, right? You go out, you date, right? You have consensual sex. You, look, when you back a dog into the corner, it's going to bite. When you go out, you have a date, you have consensual de- consensual sex, you wear protection, right? And four weeks later, you're being arrested for rape. Think about, think about that. Think about that. That's a hell of a question. Think about that. Four weeks later, you're being arrested for wait for rape because because like I say, some states it's if it's after six weeks, you know, it, a woman would not know unless she has no unless she has a regular checkup within those four weeks that she's you know she's pregnant by a doctor. You will not know. Women will not know unless she has ESPN. Four weeks later, a month later. You are being arrested for rape. And the only reason you're being arrested for rape is for that woman to have an abortion, to have an unwanted pregnancy, uh, have an abortion. Now your career, your life has taken an immediate left turn. That you, you, don't, you lost your job because you're getting locked up. You lost your job. You're now a convicted felon, right? All because you went on a date. 
That just blew my mind. That just literally blew my mind. Think about that, huh? So you're, 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 you're describing a story of a girl alleging she was raped. A girl, let's, a girl, lying about consensual sex and then let's say go, Let's say I'm, I'm telling you a story of a man and a woman, consensual man and a woman, going on a date, having fun, right? Let's say they go on a couple dates. They're dating. Mm-hmm. They're not serious yet. But then they have consensual sex. They, share, they wear protection, you know. And then, you know, let's just say they're still talking or for some reason they take a little break. The woman has a normal checkup. Four weeks in, five weeks in, right? And she found out, oh, you're pregnant. She says, I don't, I, there's no way I can have this baby right now. I, do, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not sure about this guy. I, you know, we're just. So we're she, just so she alleges rape at that point. The only way that I can have an abortion in my state, you know, in my state, the only way I can have an abortion, it has to be a rape case. So now I have to go to the, now I have to go to. The police station put in a put in that this man raped me. That's a hell of a scenario. Now this man is on the now he's at work, working, and gets locked up for for rape. Now he loses his job. He's a convicted felon and he's serving time. Because she needs to have an abortion and she can't drive eight hours to the next day. Mm-hmm. That's wild. It's extreme. Hey, look, it's extreme, but it's but that's the domino. Possible. It is possible. That's the domino effect. That's the domino effect. It's absolutely possible because some idiots decided to strike down a woman's choice to choose. Good God Almighty, man! Yeah, I mean. It's in the Law and Order episode waiting to happen. Yeah, I you promise keep, you, it's uh, going to be multiple. That, keep that stat on the widget because that's going up. What yeah. you just described—that that's going up. <sighs> I hate to say it and like make a joke about it, but that shit's that that scenario is going to occur. That scenario is going to occur more than once. It's going it's going to be a a rolling thing. There will be a CBS ninety news report on it. Mm. I mean, it's just it's just ridiculous. It's I'm ridiculous. sitting here on a lighter note, right? I'm sitting here looking at the BET Awards, and I'm like, who is this girl cleaning up all these goddamn awards? Who is Looking it? like she's from Southeast out that joke. It's Tim's. <laughs> I didn't know it was Tim's. Shout out to Tim's. My shout last shout out. out but she's Afro cleaning beat. up. Afrobeat is killing it right now. But yeah. So, I mean, it's just, look, man. Looking like Keisha from Southeast. <laughs> Markeisha from Southeast. Look, man. Not to sound crazy. But people better be very careful who they have sex with if they don't want kids with them. I mean, you should be anyway. Right. But the way the way that America's set up, <laughs> the way that it's been set up. It's levels and loopholes, man. It's levels it's levels and loopholes. Um, there's plenty of people that will won't stop the continuity of uh uh their whole aces and live their stuff. More situations like Tupac song. <laughs> UAA, that's another good point, y'all. Yeah, we talk y'all about opening my eyes up to some foster shit. Foster care children. I mean, it's just it's putting pressure on the system. Or monkey, monkey box. Keep <laughs> that shit away from me. <laughs> just it's just um, it's just putting more pressure on the system, man. We gotta 
Monkey we pox sounds like some shit you can see. Huh? Monkey pox sounds like some shit you can it see. It do. You feel like you feel like somebody with monkey pox got a whole, that. Just they immediately become beer gang overnight. That's what yeah. I feel like. You got monkey pox. You, you got that monkey. Your upper lip <laughs> grow like this and get an extra curve to it. You know, you you answer everything with. I, it's just and you start know. getting all big and shit, swelling up. You get swelling up. You start hunching over. You hold your knuckles like this on the table. I don't know. I don't know. I know you but should yeah. already be mindful of who you have babies with, but when people know abortions are available, they may be more reckless. Hey, and, and like y'all said, like you know, states are definitely going to start playing the game. I don't know if um, if that's going to help their economy, but I'm sure more people will. Or you just gonna have a um, you might have you might have an exodus. Yeah, you might have an exodus from the south, and and in that case, that's that's a bad thing too. That's a bad thing too. Look, <laughs> COVID and monkeypox, like Weezy running running the mixtape game, something new every week. Dropping something new every week. Yeah. I'm, t- I'm tired of I'm tired of COVID. I'm tired of monkeypox. You know the bird flu. Who is who is uh, you know, what's, coming, what's coming next? You know the ferret virus. Uh, you know it's just it's just gonna keep keep folding in folding into itself. You said somebody said <laughs> they on BT getting in. I said Tim, what did you say Tim's? Tim, oof, Lord, they getting it in out there now. They doing something. All right. We we an hour and a half in, man. Let's wrap this up. And, keep and look, going. for everybody that came through, um, this was episode 60. Uh, they rocking on the awards, I see. Uh, episode 60, the All Dressed Up podcast. We got big stuff coming. Uh, keep sticking with us. We love you guys. Where they can find Switch us. over to YouTube, 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 or Twitch. Uh, Twitch and YouTube is where we would love for you guys to grow and, and like, share, and subscribe. And Hit that like button and all that good shit. <laughs> Before we put our cash app up. You can find us on YouTube, ADU Podcast. You got a you got a black business you want to support? Submit your info to all dressed up podcast at Gmail. Shout out to my black Twitch streamers. I love y'all. My black YouTube streamers. I love y'all. Hoes can grow. Hoes can grow in the building. You can find half streams and young hip streams everywhere. It's strange. Oh, hold on. It's crazy, but a real one. Young have streams. Find K Dizzle DC everywhere. Tony, what you about to pull out? Go that ADU. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm This lady was pregnant, and the baby was growing as normal, mm. but it didn't have a brain, and the doctors didn't know what to do. Mm. Oof. They had to literally make her go to another state to have an abortion because they couldn't do it. Exactly. Yeah, that's extreme. And that's definitely a sad situation. I would never want anybody to have to experience, man. Now, look, man, it's it's out of control. We understand that. The, 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 the repeal of it, it makes no sense by any shape, form, or fashion by any shape, form, or fashion. We just got to keep fighting. We got to make it a federal law. We got to figure out how we're going to do that. And 
push for it. That's the only way you can do it. We got to get some of these people out of office who are who are way out in left field. And the only way we're going to do it, unfortunately, is like if most of y'all, I love you too, sis. Uh, most of us live in an area with, with people who represent them that have some sense. It's always in the area where people who don't have sense are being represented with those nonsensical people, such as your folks in the South. So we got to exhaust all of our energy in those areas and get the people that, are, that do have sense out to outweigh those who don't. You know, the small, the small minority is speaking for the majority and causing us, causing us a lot of pain, suffering, and anguish for no reason. So be involved. Figure out a way to get involved in, in, other, in other communities other than ours because most of the people that you live around or you think around, most of the people think alike and have some type of common sense. But then you got people screaming, don't vote. Don't. Them, mm, that's a whole, I got other, words you, whole, whole right? other episode, you know, and that's what it comes down to uh, the education, Erica, and figuring out what's going on, you know, in your local legislative and all that other good stuff. So I know we rocked off for an hour and 30 tonight. We, and definitely we, we don't we don't usually talk to politics, but tonight was just a little, you know, just a little bit different. So um, we're going to get out of here. We love y'all. You're going to find too. us every Sunday at 9 p.m. Come you check too. us out on YouTube uh, or Twitch, wherever you got us going. We're trying to get away from Facebook because Facebook is, is going in a whole different direction. But you got anything else, Hal? YouTube. YouTube. Like, YouTube, share, and subscribe. Like, Thank share, you. subscribe. We'll check you out. <laughs> and you know, you know. And I know, I know. And they know, they know. And we know, we go all in. And you know, and I know. They know, they know, they know, cause we know, we go all